You know, if I actually did focus, I probably could be a rock star. Hey, I'm your host, Matt Morgan, and you're listening to Soapbox Daily. Thank you for tuning in to episode 150 of our show. Yeah, I want to thank you very much for being here today. How are things today with you? Are you having a good Tuesday? Yeah, it's a Tuesday. Feels like a Monday sometimes, but it's a Tuesday. Some of us had yesterday off, but not everybody did. And uh, here we are Tuesday, and you're tuning in to episode 150. Thank you. Today, what we are discussing is understanding the teen brain. And for those of you that have been following along for the hundred or some episodes, yeah, I brought up teenagers a few times. Yeah, well, it's because I have one and um, it's interesting because I'm actually sitting back and I'm learning a lot of how I was when I was a teenager in comparison to what I'm seeing now. And I'm going, huh, it makes sense. And I'm learning a lot, of course, what my mom went through when I was a teenager and her decision-making process and how she must have viewed things. And it's it's, it's interesting because I actually call her up and I'm like, hey, I understand now. (laughs) And she's like, ha ha. So there you go. You understand now. I'm like, yes, I understand now what you were going through and why you gave me those looks because it all makes sense now. Because, yeah. It's interesting. Until you've actually been there, I mean, it's one thing to see it from that perspective, like the teenage perspective, and looking at your parents like they're nuts. And then it's the other side looking at it as from the parent side, looking at your teenager going, what the hell? So anyways, that's what we're discussing about today. Before we get into that, hey, how's your integrity been? How's your integrity been this week so far? How's your integrity on the weekend? Are you being the role model? Are you being the positive change Are you doing the right things when no one's looking? I mean, you're doing the right things, not looking for recognition. Just do it. Just do the right things. Make a positive change in this world and will influence the world to be a better place. Just do it because it's the right thing to do. That's all I'm saying. Keep your integrity in check. So let's get into today to understanding the teen brain. Now, I probably could go on for a while on this one because there's a lot of scientific data on this one. But let's just get into some basics. For instance, in my particular case, my my kid's brilliant. She really is. And you'll understandably top A student, everything else, speaks multiple languages, blah, 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 and all that at her young age, which is quite impressive. But it really doesn't matter how smart teens are or how well they scored on the SAT or the ACT or whatever knowledge or IQ test you want to run them through. Good judgment isn't something they can excel in, at least not yet. I mean, the rational part of the teen's brain isn't fully developed and won't be until age 25 or so. Believe it or not, yeah, the rational part of the teen's teen's brain is not developed until like mid-20s. And some people even longer than that. Okay, I know people that are in their 50s that their, you know, their brain is still developing. And in fact, recent research has found that adult and teen brains work differently. Well, duh, we know this. <laughs> but we're talking on a scientific, biological type level. Yes, adults think with the prefrontal cortex. And, the, and that's the brain's rational part. This is the part that the brain of the brain that responds to situations with good judgment and an awareness of long-term consequences. Now the teen process information with the amygdala, okay? That's the, where the teens process. That's the part of the brain that the teens process from, and that is the emotional part. So not the rational part, but the emotional part. And we all know emotional can be irrational. 
in teens' brains. The connections between the emotional part of the brain and the decision-making center are still developing, and not always at the same rate. And that's why when teens have overwhelming emotional input, they can't explain later what they were thinking. They weren't thinking as much as they were feeling, okay? And what is the parent supposed to do? A parent is supposed to be the most important role model a kid will have, okay? Sure, their friends are important to them, but the way you behave and fulfill your responsibilities will have a profound and long-lasting effect on your children. So here's some, some little points on this one as a parent. Discussing the consequences of their actions can help teens link impulsive thinking with facts. This, this helps the brain make these connections and wires the brain to make this link more often. Okay. Also remind your teens that they're resilient and competent. Because they're so focused in on the moment, teens have trouble seeing that they can play a part in changing a bad situation, that they can play a part in, in changing any situation, whether bad or good. It can can help to remind them at times in the past that you know what they thought would be devastating turned out for the best. Nothing is in concrete. You can always make the right and wrong decisions, but you know help them understand that that they'll, they could bounce back from situations. Just don't make any really bad decisions. Become familiar with things that are important to your teens. It doesn't matter. You know, it doesn't mean that you have to like their music, but showing an interest in things that they're involved in shows that they're important to you. Not necessarily their music or their interests, but that the fact that they're important to you. Ask your teen if they want you to respond or just listen when they have problems. Sometimes they just want you to listen. That's it. And also, teens' brain need more sleep. Make sure they get tons of sleep. And if they're not getting enough sleep, give, let them have more sleep. Try to guide them towards like really good sleeping habits. Because teens have a tendency, because they have more melatonin that's kicking around in their biological makeup, they have a tendency to stay up later and sleep in later. It's just the way that they're wired. And lastly, I mean, parents tend to jump in with advice to try to fix, you know, the children's problems or place blame, but this can make teens less likely to be open with their parents in the future. You will want to make it emotionally safe and easy for them to come to you and be part of their lives. And that's something I'm still learning. My wife's got it down pat, but I'm still learning that part of, uh, you know, wanting to correct it, but I need to give more space for development. It's interesting, though, to think that biologically, the, the brain is fully developed. I mean, girls sometimes as early as 11 and boys at about 14, but it doesn't mean the maturity is there. That still has to actually continue. And as I said, that goes into your mid-20s, even though the biological part of it's already there. The teen brain can adapt and learn, but is completely driven by emotions. So it's irrational thoughts. It is very susceptible to its inputs. So you got to be careful about that because it's moldable, but it still needs time to develop and know about consequences. That's the biggest thing it doesn't understand. It takes really knee-jerk reactions to stuff and doesn't think about the long-term effect of it. So it goes with the, oh, it seems like a good idea at the time, but really isn't. You know, they, they, they don't understand that their consequences have, their actions have consequences. And that's the thing. That's the thing. That's the biggest thing. The mind changes on use connections as it grows and it gets pruned away, but that takes time in the maturity process. Just make sure you give it the best influence you can, nurture it the best piece, way you can while that prefrontal cortex is developing because it's the last thing in the brain that actually gets fully developed. Right now, they're just making decisions, you know, in, in a construction zone. <laughs> it's not fully developed. It's not completely ready. But once in a while, they'll have some rational thoughts, which makes sense. And that's where the prefrontal 
portions is already developed, but otherwise they're back to the amygdala and the emotional outputs and everything else. Teenagers don't make rational decisions. And as I said, this goes right into your 20s, your mid 20s. So yeah, anybody that's 25 and under, you, you don't excuse their behavior. But just so you know, it's coming from a non-rational area that is just there and you just have to work with it and try to help them understand it. Okay, so I'm not going to draw this out, but hey, understanding a teenage brain, just so you know, biologically, it's just one of those things. No matter how smart your kid, it has nothing to do with that. Nothing to do with intelligence. Hopefully the intelligence part can help them make some more rash decisions or sorry, rational decisions, but they're still going to make the rash unlogical decisions at times. And that's about it. We'll get more into this more, you know, more shows and touch on it in different areas in the future. But that's about it for today. I want to just touch on this. Hey, thank you very much for tuning in today. You know, I appreciate you being here. Please check out themadmorgan.com for more information on all our podcasts and projects now and in the future come down the road. Again, as always, I'm your host, Mad Morgan. Have yourself a terrific day and I will see you next episode.